Okay, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to day two of the Ramadan series on emotions. It is series three, as we mentioned yesterday. And yesterday was just a general overview of what to expect in the following days. So we're going to be looking at different emotions. Just because fasting has been prescribed for us for not just abstaining from food or drinks, but it's also for for having that purification of our souls, Tazkiyot and Nafs, which we learned about last year. And so we're going to be looking at different emotions and what the signs and symptoms are and how we can prevent them from overtaking us. So, Bismillah, Subhanakallahumma bihamd, Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururri anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdillahu falamudullahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalahu wa ashadu anna la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasoolahu Alhamdulillah, indeed all praise is due to Allah We praise Him and seek His help and forgiveness we seek refuge in Allah from our soul's evils and our wrongdoings. He whom Allah guides, no one can misguide. And he whom he misguides, no one can guide. So bismillah, as I mentioned yesterday again, we're going to be reflecting on the emotions that are mentioned in the book by Ibn Dawood, a handbook of spiritual medicine. And the first emotion in this book is anger. So I'm going to read from the book first and then talk about my own what I found in my own research about this emotion and my own thoughts as well. So, chapter one, anger, al-ghadab. Anger can be compared to a chained, restless beast imprisoned in the heat of the midday sun, near impossible to restrain once it breaks its chains, and doubtless of no benefit to its owner once unleashed. Intense anger or wrath is known as ghadab. A man asked the Prophet ﷺ, what will keep me away from the anger of Allah? The Prophet said, Do not become angry. The Messenger of Allah became angry at times. He once said, I am one of the sons of Adam. I get angry as you get angry. The Prophet's anger could be seen on his face. But his anger was always in response to a deviation from normal human character and behavior that would be offensive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Scholars agree that anger is not prohibited per se. Indeed, it is part of the wisdom behind the Qur'an commandment to enjoin what is right and forbid what is evil. However, as much as anger remains an essential quality of the human creation, if it is not guided to something useful, if used recklessly or left untamed, it can possess, consume, or ultimately destroy a person. And so some of the signs and symptoms of anger or ghadab overtaking you can be the rising tempers and evils of the tongue so when you're in a fight or a conflict you might say things that you regret there could be also the sign of symptom or of rage or hatred so this anger that you're feeling it continues to rise and rise and rise until you literally hate that person and you just wish evil upon them Another thing is cutting off family and friendly ties. So this anger that you feel, it can build up, build up, and you want you just cut off ties with the people who've loved you, who've brought you into this world, who've raised you. Another thing is that you create an oppressive environment. If you've ever been around an angry person, it's not the best place to be. It's not very comfortable. It can be quite tense. And so 
that's what, another sign of anger. Another thing is displeasure with the divine decree. And so this anger that you feel, it's because you're not happy with what Allah has willed for you. Astaghfirullah. We know that Allah wills what he wills for us and we just have to be able to live with that, with the decree. Because لا يكلف الله نفساً إلا as we all know, God does not burden a soul more than it can handle, right? But this anger, sometimes it can it can just surprise us. And one last sign or symptom is these <laughs> angry comments on social media. And this is what you call like the trolls, right? Or the haram police, as we Muslims <laughs> refer to them. And these are people who just grab their phone and behind the screen start writing very, very mean, rude, vile comments. And anger is behind that, right? Because why else? Why would you take time out of your day to write something mean to someone? So these are some of the symptoms of anger. So let me get into my reflection now. So anger is an automatic response to pain or when someone or something annoys you or frustrates you. And it's important to know that it's a natural emotion to have. But sometimes it can be irrational or it happens without you noticing, it just suddenly pops up. But we've all experienced it. Well, I have. I'll speak for myself. Um, Sometimes it's a way of protecting ourselves. We don't want to get too close or it's part of our fight or flight response where we choose to fight the trigger. And we can become angry by people frustrating us, criticizing us, or even threatening us. And sometimes our reaction is appropriate. But most of the time it can be inappropriate or not needed and anger can be an emotion that you have with feeling sad or lonely and so it's important to note that anger isn't just an emotion that you feel because it can also affect you physically by increasing your heart rate your blood pressure or certain hormones that can affect your health and it can also affect you spiritually just like one of the symptoms that was mentioned in the book this displeasure with the divine decree so you forget we forget that this life is a test right so we get angry at that and so that can affect our spiritual health and we don't want to pray we don't want to believe and that's from anger and so grief hunger being tired failing at things seeing injustice in the world seeing rudeness these are things that make us angry But how can we deal with this? What does Islam say about this emotion? And I'm going to quote from Surah Al-Imran, verse 134. Who spend in the cause of Allah during ease and hardship, and who restrain anger and who pardon the people, and Allah loves the doers of good. So, for us, we want to be successful, not in this life, right? Well, we'd like to be successful in this life, but more importantly, we want to be successful in the hereafter, in the next life, Islamically. And we want Allah to see us as doers of good, because Allah loves the doers of good. And so this am literally mentions that we should be restraining our anger. And it also is talking about spending what we have in times of ease or in times of hardship sometimes we might get angry with loads of things but we can we can 
restrain this anger, right? Because we want to be of the doers of good. And what's really beautiful as well with this ayah is that the mention of pardoning the people or forgiving. So not only should you be restraining your anger, but you should also be focusing on forgiving people. And it can be very, very hard to forgive people who have wronged us or who have angered us, but ultimately we just want Allah's love, right? So this is an important ayah to remember. Then we also have this hadith where a man had visited the Prophet and asked for some advice. And the Prophet said, don't get angry. And so the man kept asking for more advice, more advice, and the Prophet answered each time with, do not get angry. Don't get angry. And this is quite a profound hadith as well because if you think about it, if you go to people and you ask for advice, you might want them to give you advice on how to make more money or how to be more successful in this life or how to make a good dessert or that sort of thing. So you ask, when you visit someone, when you ask someone for advice, you're asking them because they're an expert in that field. And the Prophet ﷺ was an expert in Islam, in good character, in the Qur'an. And the advice that he gave was, don't get angry. And this just shows how strong of an emotion anger is and how much we should not be getting angry if that was the Prophet's advice, subhanAllah. And on another occasion, the Prophet ﷺ asked his companions, do you know who the strong person is? His companions replied, the one who is able to wrestle others down? The Prophet responded, no, it is the one who is able to control their anger. And this is, again, very, very important because we might feel that we can't control our anger, but we should be able to. Mm-hmm. And it takes strength because that's what the the Prophet asked, do you know who the strong person is? So it shows that to control our anger, to not get angry, it is going to take so much strength. And that's what we need to work on, Right. And then another hadith is where the Prophet ﷺ, after seeing two people get angry at each other, told them, I know a word which, if he were to say it, what he feels would go away. He needs to say, I seek refuge with Allah from the shaitan, and all his anger would go away. And this is something that we should be reciting every hour, because... There are so many minuscule things in our life that can make us angry, right? So, for example, I was driving to the gym, and at the roundabout, there's a driver, a learner driver in front of me. And so, the roundabout is quite an interesting thing anyway in the UK, This, the rules about who gets away and that sort of thing. But anyway, basically, there was a car on the right waiting to go, and... There were still cars coming the other side. So basically, the learner driver could have gone. It, it was his opportunity. He could have gone and drove, and I could have given that car away. But he chose to wait. And in that moment, I could have gotten angry. I could have been like, oh, why am I stuck behind a learner driver? Oh, let me try and overtake, or any sort of thought like that. But it's there's no point in getting angry because it would have affected me. 
it would have made my day horrible, but it all would have probably also affected that learner driver and maybe made them lose confidence or motivation or just ruin their day. And so that's why it's important to say, if you even feel like just a little bubbling of anger coming your way. So, I seek refuge with Allah from the shaitan. And as Muslims, we do wudu, right? And there's such a beauty behind wudu, not just how we try and purify ourselves for our prayers, but also because of the act of wudu. So there's this hadith where the Prophet said, anger comes from the devil. The devil was created of fire. And fire is extinguished only by water. So when one of you becomes angry, he should perform ablution. So even the act of wudu can help us control our anger. So we have now two like solutions for when we feel angry. We can say, And we can also do wudu. And there's one more solution as well to when we feel angry. And this is the hadith where the Prophet said to us, When one of you become angry while standing, he should sit down. If the anger leaves him, well and good. Otherwise, he should lie down. The Messenger of Allah also said that if any of you becomes angry, let him keep silent. So another solution is, if we're standing up and we're becoming angry, we should sit down. If we're still angry, we should lie down. If we're also feeling that we're going to become angry, keep silent because... In the most moments of anger is when you might regret and say something and then hate yourself afterwards and regret it, right? And there's also the beauty of Ramadan and, again, how we're not just abstaining from food and drink, but also it's here for our spiritual purification. And so if we feel that we're going to get angry or we might want to argue with someone, we need to say, Allahumma inni sa'im. I am fasting. And this should remind us that, take a deep breath in. I'm fasting. I'm trying to control my anger. I'm trying to become a better person. That should help us as well with controlling our anger. And another beautiful hadith is where the Prophet wasallam says, Whoever curbs his anger while being able to act, Allah will fill his heart with certainty of faith. So if we're able to, again, control this anger that we have while still interacting with people in a kind and gracious way, Allah will fill our hearts with faith, with certainty of faith. How beautiful is that? Okay, so I'm going to refer back to the book for a few final remarks and then inshallah. So another thing to remember is to recognize Allah's power and rights, right? So there's no power or might except with Allah. And so we need to think about that and remember that Allah holds all power, all might. And why should we get angry? Why are we getting angry? What's the point in getting angry? Allah is the most powerful, the Almighty. So that's one thing. Another thing is recognizing your own shortcomings and also other people's rights. So remind yourself that, again, you're human. You'll make mistakes. We're sometimes weak. 
We let our emotions get the best of us. And that's okay. That's a shortcoming from us. And that's the beauty that Allah is able to tolerate us, is able to be patient with us, is able to forgive us if we just try. And the other thing is recognizing other people's rights. And so remember that try and th- if you feel that you're going to get angry at someone, try and think of why. Like, what's the point of it? Why should I... Why should I get angry at someone else? Why am I letting them get the best of me, right? And try and treat, as we mostly know, treat people how you want to be treated. So don't get angry. And just how you would like Allah to treat you with the most kindness, the most patience. That's how we should be treating people as well. Another thing is, of course, to follow the prophetic example. And so just remember that the Prophet didn't get angry over the minuscule things in life. The Prophet practiced patience, kindness, and that's the important thing. And also trying to maintain this balance between anger and mercy. So realizing that there's some instances where you can get angry because of the injustices in this world, the oppression, but also that you can remind yourself of Allah's mercy. And you know that if he doesn't cause, if he doesn't instill his power on these people who are unjust or these oppressors right here in the here and now, inshallah he will do in the hereafter. And that's the important thing to remember. It's important to remember that Allah is the most forgiving, the most generous. And another thing is to understand the pitfalls of anger. So remember that we need to guard ourselves against anger because it can possess us, it can consume us, it can expose us, right? We might say things that we regret. So another treatment is to withdraw yourself as well. Just withdraw yourself from that situation. Take yourself out of it. Another thing is to continue to seek repentance. Repentance for those times that you were angry and you let anger overcome you. Just ask for repentance and to not be able to repeat that same mistake again. And just try and take control of the anger. Don't lose hope. Don't ever, ever, ever lose hope. Don't ever lose hope. Just have that belief that God will help you if you just ask. And then one last thing from this book is the exceptions for getting angry. So we mentioned injustices or oppression. And yes, you can get angry in those moments, but use that anger for the better, for the have it as a positive motivator for you to address the world and just try and use it for the good okay and that's it from the book so I'll end with a dua bismillah oh Allah forgive our sins remove any anger that we have in our hearts forgive us for those moments that we were angry Allow us to learn from them. Allow us to not repeat them. Allow us to practice being patient, 
protect us from any trials of misguidance or any trials where we might need to get angry but we are able to control our anger if we do feel that we are getting angry ya Allah remind us of the phrase remind us to sit down if we're standing remind us to lay down if we're sitting remind us to try and keep silent and not peep a word not say things that we might regret later on remind us to make wudu just give us those chances to control our anger ya Allah and just as a reminder one name of Allah that we can call upon regarding this emotion this emotion of anger is al-sabur the most patient so in those moments of when you're feeling angry as well you can just be like al-sabur 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 just as al-sabur the most patient is patient with us we can be patient with what we're dealing with with what is causing us to become angry and inshallah that can also help us control our anger so just as I always say anything I said is a reminder to myself first and foremost anything incorrect is from myself and all good is from Allah so forgive me please for my shortcomings subhanakallahumma wa hamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik glory is to you O Allah and praise is to you I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship but you I seek your forgiveness and repent to you alhamdulillah have a beautiful blessed day of fasting may Allah accept from you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh